This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, hey, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's K-A-I-Z-E-N, Kaizen. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, as we age, it can often seem like our birthdays are just another day, which kind of makes sense when you think back to momentous occasions like your 16th birthday and you got your driver's license or when you turned 21 and went out for drinks with friends for the first time. But as a financial service professional, I encourage my clients to view turning 50 as one of their most important birthdays because the half century mark may be the ideal time to re-examine your current financial strategy, determine how likely it is to provide you with the preferred retirement lifestyle. Now, many financial services professionals also consider 50 to be an important year because if you aren't on a stable course towards re- retirement, you may still have time to adjust your financial strategy and move forward with better odds of achieving your retirement goals. Now, let me pause for just a moment to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who always remembers my birthday, which just came. Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. You don't look any older, Albert. That's for sure. Well, once you get past that 50, like we're talking about, you, you don't, 50, 51, 52, it all looks the same. Well, yeah, I, I, of course I remember your birthday because any excuse for cake, that's my motto, right? <laughs> there you go. Nice. So this sounds like a good topic, though. I'm intrigued by your comment that if you hit 50 and aren't quite where you need to be financially to achieve your preferred retirement and your goals, you still have time to adjust your strategy. Uh, when it comes to money, I think it f- sometimes feels like, hey, if we miss this target date or that target date, we're out of options. But I have a feeling, Albert, you're going to explain to us that that's not always the case, is it? Of course. In fact, uh, that's the goal. Um, an AARP article, 10 Retirement Planning Mistakes People Make at 50, actually provides some info that I found really interesting and I'm excited to share today. So, It first explains that you may want to plan to leave your job before the common retirement age of roughly 65. Now, whether by your own choice or circumstance, the article references a 2022 study by the Employee Benefits Research Institute that revealed 47% of people end up retiring sooner than they had hoped. Now, the fact of the matter is if you lose your job while you're in your 60s, it may be very hard to find a new one especially one with the same salary and benefits. So when building a retirement strategy, it may be a smart move to factor in the possibility of leaving your career sooner than you'd like to. 
Well, yeah, and hope for the best plan for the worst, right? If you build a yes. contingency for uh, a sooner than expected job loss, uh, you, that has to be calculated into your financial strategy. And, and then let's say you do that and never need that money. It doesn't happen. I'm sure that you can uh, help people utilize it in a different way, right? That's yeah. going to benefit them in their retirement. That's a great point, Tony. You bet. In fact, ending up with some extra money is never a bad thing. So turning 50 may also be a good time to double check that your strategy is balanced and doesn't contain too much risk or too little risk. You know, sometimes when people turn 50, they turn uh, or they learn that they're lagging a bit uh, behind in terms of their, let's say, retirement savings. And they then put their assets at too much risk in an effort to quickly catch up. Now, conversely, an excess of caution may also have a negative impact on your eventual retirement lifestyle. Earlier in the show, you mentioned working with a financial service professional and a financial strategy that balances your assets and goals is one of the best reasons to work with an experienced financial service professional. Wow. So, I mean, anyone can make a hasty or emotional financial decision. It happens. But working with somebody like yourself is going to be a way to take that emotion out of the equation so then you can make decisions based on data and logic. It's so important to work with somebody like yourself, right? Yes, I'm, I completely agree here, Tony. And to that end, 50-plus catch-up provisions may be an option for those who are falling short of where they'd like their nest egg to be. For example, in 2023... Those 50 in order may contribute an extra $1,000 to an IRA beyond the standard $6,500 cap. And then folks who are self-employed are also 50 um, or older, have a simple IRA, can kick in an additional $3,500 above the current $15,500 limit. Those with the 401k through their employer may contribute an additional $7,500 beyond the 2023 limit of $22,500. And when you're still working, you can also establish a Roth IRA, which currently have a $7,500 limit for people who are 50 or older. Right. And for some people, it seems like catch-up provisions are a valuable option. It's good to know uh, that we there, those catch-up provisions are in there so we can put a little more away uh, before we retire. Uh, what insight do you have into the role that debt plays uh, in somebody's financial strategy once they turn 50? I mean, uh, once you hit 50 and above, you're going to want to really get rid of any debt before mm -hmm. you retire, right? Yes, yes. In fact, that's an important question, Tony. And, I, and it likely won't shock many of today's listeners that if a person turns 50 and is still carrying a large amount of debt, it may be smart to pay it down as quickly as possible other than, let's say, your mortgage. Now, once your other debts are paid off, you may be able to then focus on paying off your mortgage before you retire. If you head into retirement without any debt, it may position you to enjoy more adventures and a better overall lifestyle. Right. And jumping into retirement without any debt it may make, you know, those long vacations that you want to take all the sweeter, right? Uh, make, you know, living life like you want to in retirement easier. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, why don't we take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Albert? 
Yeah, you know, if you'd like more information about what you're hearing uh, during our show here, give me a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. All right, and during the show today, we've been talking about the key financial steps that you can take at age 50, and then we're going to cover 65 as well in a bit. But uh, what's up next? What do you have for us next? Well, the next potentially beneficial piece of info from the AARP article, 10 Retirement Planning Mistakes People Make at 50, um, is to be thoughtful about taking on college debt. Now, it's common for parents in their 50s to take on too much college debt because they didn't utilize, uh, let's say, a 529 account when they and their children were younger. Now, some parents may use a home equity loan or another credit source to pay the cost of their child's college education. But that strategy could potentially lead them with a significant amount of debt they won't be able to address before they reach their preferred retirement age. Now, admittedly, there aren't any easy answers for people in this position because for many of us, sending our kids to college is one of our greatest ambitions. One possible solution is to have your kids take out loans in their own names and then help them with part of their monthly payments. Wow. Okay. So uh, that's something that we can, uh, believe me, this hits home for me. I have Mm -hmm. three kids, two in college, one (laughs) is graduating high school and going to be going to college next year. So I know that that can be challenging and stressful, but again, working with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor, can help reduce some of that uh, strategic and emotional burden, right? Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Tony. In fact, uh, turning 50 may also be an ideal time to reassess your healthcare strategy. And I don't mean your roster of insurance products, which is something I'll touch on shortly. I mean the personal healthcare choices that you need to make. You know, if your diet and exercise routine at age 50 leave something to be desired, you may still have time to make some positive changes before you retire. You know, trade that lunchtime pizza buffet for a fresh salad. Uh, Consider giving up an hour of streaming TV for an hour long walk while listening to a podcast or audio book. And don't forget that these aren't just good for your waistline and overall health. They're also good uh, for your finances, both today and into retirement. Right. And that's an interesting point. A lot of people view eating better, getting more exercise only as a way to stay physically healthier, but doing these things can also help us save some money over time. Yes. And I mentioned health insurance products a minute ago, so let's spend some time on those. If you're in good health when you turn 50, it may be easy to imagine that you'll be just as healthy when you turn 65 or 70. But doing so may be an unwise financial move. Ultimately, none of us know what kind of shape our health will be in, let's say, a handful of years down the road, especially with each passing birthdays. Well, in terms of insurance products, what are some things that people need to be focused on once they turn 50? Well, you know, in my opinion, long-term care insurance may be the most important health insurance for someone turning 50. Uh, Many older people will eventually need some kind of long-term care services during the retirement. And as we've noted many times on previous shows, long-term care services can be very costly. In fact, it's potentially so expensive that it takes a massive bite out of your savings very quickly. Now, for some, long-term care insurance may provide a degree of financial protection. However, as you grow older and begin to have health challenges, it may become harder to find long-term care insurance at a price that fits into your budget. Uh, 
But if you purchase long-term care insurance when you're, uh, let's say, 50 and in good health, well, you'll have perhaps avoided one of the largest retirement traps out there and at a price that may allow you to maintain your retirement lifestyle. So beyond long-term care insurance, I'd recommend, well, working with a financial service professional to, to devise a life insurance strategy. If you were to die, let's say, prematurely or unexpectedly, you don't want the people you love to manage financial challenges while they're still trying to come to terms with your passing. Well, exactly. I mean, long-term care insurance and life insurance are going to be really important for some of us, but yet wading through everything that's available and making that choice can be tricky. Uh, I know that's where you come in to make the whole process uh, less tricky for your clients and people you work with. But once you have those products in place, I know that your financial strategy will be better for it, right? Yes, that's a good insight, Tony, for sure. Now, we should next discuss the possibility of, well, divorce. You know, even though it may not be the most enjoyable of subjects, if you're 50 and happily married, you should still entertain the possibility of eventual divorce and plan accordingly. How might a divorce impact your retirement goals? What a divorce make it uh, hard to maintain your lifestyle and just your savings alone? Well, yeah, and yet another place where you have to hope for the best, but plan for the worst, right? Yeah, you know. And then next, those turning 50? may want to update their key documents. You know, during my career, I've seen many people make this potentially harmful mistake. First, make sure you've gone through the enhanced planning process with a financial services professional. And second, be sure to update key document documents immediately whenever the need arises. So in terms of your essential documents, be sure to clearly dictate who you want to take care of your kids if they're still minors. If your kids are adults, spell out how you want your assets divided. You don't want an ex-spouse to receive something you'd rather, uh, let's say, a child receive just because you neglected to update your documents. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's really important. Now, we should probably move on to age 65, right? Let's wrap up the show by spending some time doing that. You betcha. Uh, So another, uh, let's say, AARP article, five things you need to know about finances when turning 65. As many listeners likely already know, age 65 is a big year when it comes to retirement planning. And the article does a good job explaining why. Oh, okay. So uh, that's good. I know a lot of people probably think they know what turning 65 means, but I'm guessing there are a few surprises in here as well. Sure. In fact, the first thing you should be aware of about turning 65 is that it's not the full Social Security retirement age, even though retirement marketing can sometimes make it seem like it is. Now, with Social Security, the full retirement age is 66 for those born between 1943 and 1954. It then rises in two-month increments each year until it maxes out at age 67 for those born in 1967 or later. Now, you can begin claiming benefits when you turn 62, but your monthly payment will be smaller for the rest of your life, and depending on how long before your full retirement age that you file. Well, how much smaller are we talking here, Albert? Well... If you were born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 in two months. If you enroll in Social Security at age 65, you're enrolling 14 months early. That means your monthly benefit will be permanently reduced by 7.82%. 
Also, keep in mind that enrolling early can also reduce the survivor benefit of your spouse uh, may receive after your death. And additionally, if you file before your full retirement age and while you're still working, your monthly payment may go down based on your income. Well, and what you're saying here is that Social Security needs a strategy as well. And that's why you have that Social Security maximization report that you can Mm -hmm. run uh, for your clients and for our listeners out there. If they want to call in, talk to you, schedule a, there's no cost or obligation to meet with you and have that run. So I would encourage them to do that. Social Security is really important. Yes. And speaking of retirement programs that are, let's say, essential for many retirees, age 65 is also when you can enroll in Medicare. Now, if you happen to enroll in Social Security prior to turning 65, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare. But if you turn 65 before you enroll in Social Security, you must formally enroll in Medicare. In fact, you have a seven-month window to enroll, three months before you turn 65, your birthday month, and three months after that. Now, you may enroll in Medicare on the Social Security website, even if you aren't ready to sign up for Social Security. I've barely scratched the surface with regard to Medicare's rules and regulations, so I highly recommend today's listeners discuss the program with their financial services professional. Also, a financial service professional may be to help you to enroll for both Medicare and Social Security. Yeah, and that's that's huge. And as we've said time and time again on the show, Social Security and Medicare are two parts of your retirement strategy that you have to be fully knowledgeable about and work with a professional who uh, specializes in these areas like you do with retirement planning. Yes. And and another thing that uh, people need to be aware of when you turn 65 is that you can use your health savings account or HSA for more expenses. In fact, an HSA may supply you with the triple tax break. First, your contributions are tax deductible or pre-tax if your HSA is through your employer. Second, the money in your HSA grows tax deferred. And third, you may be able to draw money tax-free for qualifying medical expenses. Best of all, when you turn 65, you can begin using your HSA for more expenses than you could before that birthday. Now, while you must stop making HSA contributions once you've enrolled in Medicare Part A or B, the money in your account may continue to grow and can be used for some future medical expenses. Also, you often have to pay taxes and a penalty if you use HSA money for something other than qualified medical expenses. But those penalties vanish when you turn 65 and you only have to pay taxes on money that's used for non-medical reasons. Oh, okay. Well, I know HSAs can be a great tool for folks, especially as they approach and enter into retirement. Um, But speaking of that, should saving for retirement stop when we turn 65? No, it shouldn't, Tony. Uh, In fact, if you're still enjoying your job when you're 65, even if it's on a freelance or let's say part-time basis, you can keep saving for retirement. In fact, you can continue dedicating money into a Roth or traditional 401k at any age as long as you're earning some income from a job. Now, you have numerous retirement savings options shortly before you turn 65, as well as after you've reached that milestone. So work with the financial service professional to develop a strategy that fits your needs and goals. Right. And there you go. And uh, this has been an excellent show today, Albert. 
why don't you let our listeners know before we go how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Yes. If you'd like to talk about anything we discussed on today's show or your retirement goals, please visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. All right. Well, that sounds great, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.